0: Recorded live. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this Darren? It is. Hi, is that Kevin?
1: Yes, hi, how are you today? <laughs> Not too bad, Kevin. Good night. I'm driving, so there might be a bit of noise
0: on the lane, okay? Mm. Not a problem, and actually so am I, and I've got my Bluetooth on, so we'll just uh, bear with each other. Uh, we'll <laughs> just... Uh, briefly introduce myself and my ministry, I actually um, got to worship with you at Winter Jam in Reading, Pennsylvania, and oh, really? uh, did did some uh, interviews on site that day, but I, I guess you were not available, so we are speaking today instead, uh, okay. and what I do for the website is I write weekly behind-the-song devotional articles where I uh-huh. learn from the artist the story behind writing their songs, and then also the scripture or life verse. Uh, that uh, yeah. has importance to the artist, and then also a little bit of life application, takeaway message, and kind of some devotional thoughts that I write up as an article. And uh, naturally, Everything Comes Alive. Loved worshiping with you uh, with that song Thank at you. Winter Gym and uh, seeing it's kind of catching on on radio and uh, good timing with the, the full album release dropping, which I have heard the whole record. And I'd love good to mom. From your perspective, uh the writing process and message of the song to you personally.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm in, let's do it.
0: Alright. So tell me a little bit about uh the story and uh how that song came together.
1: Yeah. Um so Everything Comes Alive was probably I think it was the second song I had wrote when I came to Nashville in the summer of two thousand and fourteen. I wrote it with a good friend of mine called Josh Bron Lewis and uh really, I, I hadn't even signed a record deal with Word at that stage. They had just asked me to come over, and, and I came over to America from Ireland not knowing what God was doing or and with mm-hmm. no real interest in, you know, signing a record deal or trying to be a successful musician. But, so anyway, they, they set up a number of rights, and that morning, I was due to write with Josh. I woke up, and I had those verses um, well, really, it was a chapter, Ephesians 2 was in oh, my mind. Yeah. And, uh, and that's really, you talk about life first or life chapters, that's mine. Um, oh, that's awesome. And so it talks about how I was once dead in my sin and talks about that. But then it goes on to say, but God, being rich in mercy and because of his great love, um, has rescued me, has made me alive. And then it goes on further to say that um, God in Christ Jesus has seated us in heavenly places so for me, that song was literally a song to try and capture the redemption mm-hmm. in my life and my wife's life. We both live um, lives where we've hurt people and been hurt. And, you know, we I came to Christ as a 27-year-old, so we both had a radical um, salvation and a radical transformation in our lives. So what we tried to do in the most joyous way possible was reflect on what it means, um, for everything to come alive in your life. So all those things that were dead, dead in sin, mm. to seek all come them, or bring them to life, um, to live in that new life, and to use that new life to, I guess, reach, reach anyone, reach mm. the lost, the least, the broken, people like me, um, yes. like you. And so, yeah, it's just a song of rejoicing. And we tried to, I guess we tried to frame it within the kind of analogy or metaphor of a day, a 24-hour day. What would redemption look like if it was just talking about your day? And that's where we have those kind of verses in the morning and in the evening and when my day is mm. done. Um, and the bridge, funny, the bridge didn't come until about eight, not the bridge, you no. Know the outro word goes, my heart is beating to the rhythm of your love? Um, right. That that only came to us about six months ago, so a full year after we had wrote that song, and it was just a moment of great joy, just trying to say that this new life that everything has come alive, and um, that we're going to live in that, we're gonna um, run with God in it, chase after God in it, and that He has realigned our footsteps and our hearts to His heart and to His will. So yeah, that's that's really the song.
0: That's awesome. Um, and I love hearing about um, that kind of later inspiration, like you said, the outro, because I, I think that shows how the song has impacted you uh, because it's, yeah. it's a reflection of you wanting to give an offering of praise to God. And then I find that that's yeah. a le- that is a living, breathing relationship we have with him where yeah. he actually made the outro come alive. If you were to actually have an application in a way, for the song it would be you gave that offering to God and God gave that back to you. And I think that's, and then you give that back to God, you know, like that's the, that's the relationship we have with him. And, uh, just, you know, I wasn't saved until I was, uh, 28. Um, so this is actually cool to talk about what it means to recognize when we were once dead in sin and now we are alive in Christ. And I also share your enthusiasm in that regard because I know what being dead in sin is about and living for myself and living for, um, temporal pursuits and the praise of man. And, you know, now, yes. and I actually saw this in, in getting to connect, you know, with you in a live setting like that, you know, now you're singing for an audience of one and now it isn't Absolutely. really about, it isn't really about us. Um, we're just joining with you, uh, in, in that praise. <laughs> and and I feel like that's a lot of what the rest of the record is as well. So if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit about how, you know, that concept in a way um, yeah. flows its way through some of the other tracks on the album.
1: Yeah. Like literally, um, so I'm just going to say hello to my wife here. I'm just calling her to hi, Heidi. Hey baby. I'm just on the phone. All right. I'll be back in just a minute. If We'll back in 10 minutes. See hey, you baby. Um, yeah. So the rest of the album is pretty much the same. It's, My goal when I sat down to write it was to be honest and real as I could be with myself first, because what the world doesn't need is me telling them things I think they should hear, or um, saying things that I think people would like to hear, (laughs) or saying things like other people are saying. They don't need any more of that. And I thought what I could give as an evangelist, what I could give to, I guess, the world of Christian music and the world in general, um. It's just being honest for a time, mm-hmm. telling the truth about who I am, you know, feeling and broken as I still am, but then also talking about my past openly mm. and how God, really the key to me in this record, was trying to make it clear how God intersects with our humanity
0: yeah.
1: and our humanity intersects with God in this point that we meet. And for me, that's always the cross. It's just the cross and nowhere else. Um, Obviously, God moved, moved before the cross and after the cross, but that's like the pinnacle of my faith. And so what I was trying to do was I was trying to write words in a modern way, in a very simplistic way, in a conversational way, so that anybody could listen to this record. Anybody could understand it. I tried not to use typical Christian terms as, as much mm-hmm. as possible because I didn't want I didn't let how do I phrase this? I believe the Bible's in earned perfect in all of its ways. Absolutely. Yes. But culture changes and culture uses different language and different words to express how they feel. So I wanted to use the language that me and you would speak in today. Yeah. And to to frame those, you know, immutable, um, unchanging truths of the gospel in a very contemporary way. And I I wanted to do it with the sounds too. I wanted people to be drawn in by the sound, by the lyrical concept, by the words, so that once they're drawn in, then we can have a conversation about the gospel Mm. and what that means. And for me that's the key to music is, because if we're just making music, there's no point in it. Right. But if we're making music that um, glorifies God, absolutely, that's essential. But if we're making music that opens up a conversation, then I think we're doing something valuable as, as people that follow Jesus. Um, because what the world, I think, really needs is just for people to look each other in the eye and speak to each other. Yeah. And tell them about this great love that we have found. Um, yeah, so mm. very, very simple ideas. All of the songs, all of them are born out of um, my personal experience. Our experiences that my wife and I have shared. Um, There's not one song in the record that is made up or fictional or, yeah, everything. Awesome. I could stand
0: over every word we've sung in that record, you know. Well, amen to that and thank you for that mission um, and that calling and and being obedient to that because uh, that is actually how I was led to the Lord. So my testimony is I was not attracted to Christian music, but I was attracted to. Bruce, and yeah. the first um, jars of clay record came out in the mid '90s, yeah. and I and I bought it because I, I found it creative and honest. Uh, there you go. Uh, and and I heard artistic and language, modern language that I could identify with in talking yeah. about Jesus and uh, and who he is to us, and maybe not even say Jesus, but I knew no. who they were talking about. And when that starts the conversation, like you said, they met yep. me where I was, and then I was able to then meet the Savior, you know, because that's not your well, job. Their job uh, isn't to meet Darren. <laughs> no, <laughs> their job is uh, you're just being a vessel uh, for my them my their job, own encounter one. with the Savior.
1: <laughs> now that mm-hmm. you say that, my, my job, so I'm, we're evangelists. We love to share, share the gospel. That's our heart. But really what our job is, is we're just, um, my job is to introduce people. Yes, to
0: Jesus Mm,
1: here's Jesus this is who he is now you go and talk to Jesus and let's see what the two of you can agree on (laughs) because that's awesome I cannot bring a single man woman or child to God without the Holy Spirit drawing them onto himself but what I can do is I can introduce them and then allow the Holy Spirit to to just do what Mm. he does which is rescue people which is convict people which is heal people um of their sin and through the cross, through Christ. And sometimes we think our job is more important than it actually is. And it's not. Yeah. My job my job singing songs and writing songs is no more important than your job is to write about me writing songs. Or exactly. no more important no more important than it is my my wife out in the garden with my two kids um, you know, planting a flower a bit. whatever we do, do it all to the glory of God. Do it to the best we can. Um but remember that God can use a donkey. <laughs> you
0: know? yes, exactly.
1: Um, and that's not to belittle gifts. Gifts are wonderful and people write songs and sing. is beautiful, but it's just another way that God uses to reach his children. Um, mm. and, he, and he uses a lot of ways to do that. But mm-hmm. I, I love Amen. this one. He knew it was perfect for me to do, so I love the one that we're doing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, one uh, one last thing in closing, just to talk about the band name. Um, so yeah. I like this idea of we are messengers, and I know a couple of scriptures that talk about that. So I wanted to read one of them to you and see if yeah. you would say this is really your guys' mission. Uh, yeah. uh, Ma- Mark 1, 1 to 3, <laughs> Yeah. beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make ready the way of the Lord. Make make his path straight. So is that part of it? And And there's also Matthew 11.10, Behold, I send my messenger. And then, of course, in Malachi, and I love this, you know, Malachi 3.1, Behold, I'm going to send my messenger, and he will clear the way before me. So both the prophecy and the fulfillment, uh, and I think that's, you're just kind of trying to live that out it
1: sounds like yeah and i love all those passages i really love her john the baptist friend who says listen there's one coming after me and i'm not fit to tie his shoelaces Oh yes and that's me Yes. you know and weird way, i know christ has come and the prophecy has been fulfilled but we've got the same job to a world that doesn't know who he is our job is to say listen look at there's one is Jesus, and I am not fit to tie His shoelaces, but He has chosen to lavish me with a great, great love. Now let, mm. let me introduce you to Him. Um, and so, when I thought of the band name, we could very easily have done just a, you know, Darren Mulligan type thing, but yeah. I never wanted it to be about me, and I, I don't want it ever to become about me. So I wanted something that tied in with Scripture but something that could, people could latch on to and go, this is ours. You know, right. we're We're all called to be messengers of the gospel. All of us. And so then instead of it becoming about a person, it becomes about a people group that understand their calling in God and understand the message that they're trying to deliver. Um, how else would you frame that? Sorry, I had something in my head.
0: Now that's...
1: Yeah, one last thing in that. The... Um, when we were choosing the name, one of the things was, I'm big on telling stories. Maybe it's part of my Irish heritage. We love to tell stories to communicate ideas. Much like Jesus used parables. Yes. Ex- except nowhere near as um, articulate as it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, sure. We love to tell stories. And for us, a big theme was that each of our lives is this story. It's a big storyboard that God's been working on. And that we all have a story that's worth telling, and we tell it mm. with our lives. So our lives in many ways are the message that we're, um, that we're trying to we're trying to send to the rest of humanity. We're saying, this is mm. who, you look at that passage in Ephesians, we were dead and I said, What God is rich in mercy because mm-hmm. of his great love. He has given me this life and he's allowed me to live again. And each of our stories look different but they all come from the same place, they all follow a similar pattern, and we'll all find the same end in him. And so I think if we use that analogy of um, our lives as being messages from God, then we mm. can all latch on to this idea that we are all messengers.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, my uh, I actually had my 16-year-old daughter with me at Winter Jam, and she actually had three of her friends with her. It was actually her 16th birthday. Uh, oh, and what oh. she wanted to do to celebrate her 16th birthday was to go worship. And so for me, it was a really, a real blessing. Um, and I know a couple really? of her friends, um, bought your record and I know they've been blessed by it. And, uh, oh. um, I'm just excited okay. to help, help you in your, um, in your ministry. I mean, cause that's really what we're both doing. Like you said, we're, we're in a, a combined ministry together and, uh, I'm sure down the line we can have more of these conversations about more of the tracks. And if you ever come yep. back, through my area, through the Pennsylvania way, I'll make sure to come out and say hi.
1: I would love that. And You know, you're right. When you talk about, I suppose that's strange, because I'm a bit older, I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing. I know what God has called me to be, to do. That's not to say I always do that or be that, <laughs> but I know what he wants from me. And uh, when you support us, Kevin, um you can trust us that we're trying to do the best we can with what he's given us. Mm. And we will we well, be, you know, but we're, you know what times,
0: but we're doing what we can. Oh no, that's great. Well, we, uh, it's our pleasure to partner with you. And um, I know we've, I know we have an album review already. And like I said, I'll get my devotional up as well. And uh, I'll send awesome. it back your way. And oh. uh, until we talk again, all the best to you and God bless. God bless you, man. Take care, Gavin. Uh, you too, there. All right. See ya. Bye. Right, bye-bye.